problem with Scotland is that it's full of Scots. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, that is a problem. It, it is. <laughs> it, definitely. Um, how are you doing? Fine. Rebuild Hadrian's Wall. Keep the Scots out of our country. Yes, I couldn't be more on board with you. Because we're Brits now. We are? Weren't we always? I mean, we kind of... Not really. We did have that whole war for independence thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have we covered the that on the show? Crusade. Have we even covered the Revolutionary War on the show? <laughs> no. <laughs> We're such bad patriots. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> well, uh, let me just... Let me just... <laughs> yes? <laughs> let me just start us off. I want to inform the listeners of something. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> James and I have already been talking for 35 minutes before we hit record. Because I am insane. Oh, God. Yep. It's not good, everybody. No. <laughs> um, I don't even want to talk about it. We got to give him a little... A little hint? Yeah. Okay, I had iced coffee this morning. Mm -hmm. Yep, that'll do it. <laughs> that's, that's all. That's the whole story. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting in my closet and I'm melting because I can't afford to turn up the air any higher. <laughs> It's raining outside. It feels like it's uh, 6 o'clock in the morning, but it's only 10.30. On a Tuesday. <laughs> on a fucking Tuesday, boy. Living the high life. I'm completely wired right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little worried. We might have to stop halfway through, by the way, to so I can make some, some coffee. Okay. Some of that tinted water. That's, that's perfectly fine. I don't even know what we're going to talk about today, because... Oh my god! Hmm... I'll just give a little hint. I'll give, I'll sure. give a little, little hint, because I can't little help little myself. Little tips doodle yeah. All right, guys, I've been reading about conspiracy <laughs> theories. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> yeah, no, now we're going to uh, get more people okay. listening. <laughs> Holy shit, guys. <laughs> oh, no. All right. <laughs> uh, I don't even know how to start, because everything I could say is going to be like, Aaron's a crazy person, Aaron is insane. Well, they already know that. They know I'm a crazy person. They know I'm insane. Yeah, we they know. know I'm like, basically, a young Alex Jones okay. clone. Kind of. I mean, that's pretty, pretty generous. Yeah, well, but... no. Here's the thing. Okay, so oh, I that's another thing. <laughs> it's if all I had a dollar for every time you said, "Here's another thing," just today. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's been a big week. Uh -huh. So here's the thing, all right? I don't like okay. Alex Jones, right? I never really have. But I was like, okay, if I want yeah. to get into conspiracies, I should go with the meme lord general, sure. Alex yeah. Jones. Like, <laughs> that's the way to go with conspiracy theories. Because like, like, I realized like, about halfway through this, I was like, I'm going to take this seriously. I'm really going to uh -huh. look into conspiracy theories. Like, yeah. just to see. And I'm going to pretend like they maybe right. have some validity. So I went to Alex Jones and knelt before him and raised up my sword and said, take it. And you know what he did? Uh, he handed you an AR-15 and said, this is more like it? No, he belched, got drunk, and then cut my own oh, head shit. off with my own sword. That's what he did. He's the worst mm, about conspiracy mm, mm, theories. Like, he's not even, he's not even like, at the power <laughs> level of, like, I mean... 
Okay, so you gave me that Flat Earth book, right? You did. Oh, you, that's right. For the wedding, you gave me a Flat Earth book. I, I forgot about that. I haven't read it, but it's your fault. <laughs> for standing in my wedding, I gave you a Flat Earth book. I totally I forgot. And a mug. <laughs> Oh my god. So, all right, uh, true so I friendship. Learned, I learned that there's there's like two sets of conspiracy theories, okay? Uh-huh. There's the ones that are clearly bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh like like Bigfoot and, you know, Loch Ness monster and all that shit. It's like Oh, you're going old school. Like old school shit. Like you look sure. at it and you're like you're like there's no way. Like that that's real. There's not a dinosaur in a lake in Scotland, right? I mean there could mm. be if you were there on vacation, I suppose. <laughs> but yeah. I started looking to it looks okay, so these conspiracy theories that are like like disseminated out there um by the powers that be the deep state to like distract people from like the stuff that might actually be lies. Mhm. I'm not going to talk about conspiracy theories too much because I'm just getting into this shit. Yeah. I, I don't typically care about conspiracy theories, but for some reason this week, my brain was like, more of that, please. <laughs> I even got, okay, here's here's the funniest okay. part. All right. I yeah. even got a game on my phone, and it's it's crazy. <laughs> it's called, it, it's the Illuminati app. <laughs> And here's the thing. It's a it's a it's a clicker game. Have you ever heard of a clicker game? I don't think so. No. Okay, so like really how do I put this? People who shop at Walmart play clicker games. <laughs> oh god, okay. They're basically like little gambling games um mm. that are free and they get you hooked by giving you a dopamine hit like at the right time. They're like this is the clicker games are the the greatest distillation of game. Hmm. that there is because it's just like click this button every few seconds and we'll give you a little prize give you a little prize and then here's more buttons to click here's more buttons to click here's things to check you get sucked in super fast but i got this game (laughs) and i started playing it just because i was i was interested to see like what conspiracy theory like um like what conspiracy people like right what they're thinking and one of the things I discovered from it, and I did some research into it after I finished um, finished my experiment with it, because I didn't stick to playing it, because it was... One of the things that they do say is that there are fake conspiracy theories. There are things that are just put out there because they're uh, obviously bogus, and it's to make sure. people who look into conspiracy theories look crazy. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Right, so, which is why I'm so embarrassed about this, because <laughs> there's, like, stuff that's clearly lies and stuff that's like, eh, I don't know, like, maybe... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Could be. It'd be insane if it were that way. Well, we all believe in some conspiracy theory. This is true. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, one of the things I found out was that one in three or something like that, some, like, impossibly high mm-hmm. statistic of Americans in 1969 believed that the moon landing was faked. Sure. Like, I didn't know that. Like, that many people believe that? Oh, yeah. Um... So like I started digging into conspiracy theories and all of the big ones, man. You know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about. All the big ones. Yep. Um, and my God, it's been such a fun week. <laughs> it's been so fun. Uh, I think that this is an important part of growing up is you have to have that week or two where you <laughs> conspiracy theories take over your life. I've been there before several times. I, I can't believe it. it's so fun. I consider yeah. myself 
a rational person. Uh-huh. But just just kind of like towing the edge here with this uh-huh. Uh-huh. has been an absolute blast. It's the <laughs> most fun I've had like since I moved to Austin. <laughs> like, it's been day in, day out, like reading shit. Like, oh my god, like... <laughs> what if space aliens created human beings? Like, well, what if that did happen? Like, let's think mm-hmm. about the implications of space <laughs> aliens creating human beings. You know, like it, thinking about the implications that like we're in the Matrix or something like that. That's mm-hmm. really fun. Like, I even watched the Matrix yesterday because I was like, <laughs> what if we are in the Matrix? <laughs> oh man! So as you can see or hear or whatever. Yeah, I am amped up right now because I haven't had this much fun in a long time. It sounds like it. <laughs> it's so fun. Um, anyway, so again, that's why I don't have any material for today. Wow. I mean, I could share with you the stuff I've been reading, but I, I would rather not have our listeners think I'm insane. Because... Sure, just, yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I was actually telling a friend of mine about this. Uh, shout out to Zach. I don't even know if he listens to the show regularly, but I know he listened to the depression episode. Um, I was gonna say, uh, I was telling him, like, I can tell him the things that I I listen to and read because Mm -hmm. he understands, you know, basically that I'm capable of going there and not coming back like a complete idiot, you know? Yeah. Um, and not coming back completely like indoctrinated with conspiracy theories and, and, you know, all that shit. And I've always, I've always, not always been, but like since graduating college, I've been good at um, like investigating the darkest of things and the craziest of things mm-hmm. and coming out virtually unchanged except that I learned something. Hmm. No one's immune to propaganda, but I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying I am, but like I have this ability to go into and investigate things that are absolutely fucking crazy hmm. and come out and be like, yeah, well, I read that <laughs> and uh, <laughs> there was something to it, but like it wasn't the great huge thing that everyone's talking about. Um, sure. So yeah, it's it's if I say on this podcast that <laughs> I'm investigating the things I'm investigating and I talk about it, most it people yeah. most it, people are going to be like, "Oh, he actually believes that." Mm-hmm. Like they're going to think that I actually believe something just because I'm reading about it. Yeah, you what, you've checked Twilight out from the library, but you haven't bought it. <laughs> I I there are seven squirrels outside my window. <laughs> Are they, like, tapping on the window? They're just sitting on my porch. Squirrel comp- conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> They're here for me. Next level nut. I don't know. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> no, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. Okay, so maybe we should just talk about that for a little bit. Or I can rant at you, because I've just been ranting at you for 45 about, about minutes. About what are we talking about? <laughs> Just go. Keep going. Uh, So I realized, like, really strongly, um, this this fact that I can look into this shit um, without, like, succumbing to it, so to speak, Mm -hmm. um, when we did the Goebbels episode. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I'm going to be really intellectually honest here. I'm going to be intellectually honest. I'm going to actually read the propaganda that Joseph Goebbels wrote for the public. Mm -hmm. So I read it, and I was like, all right. That's propaganda. <laughs> you know, but even saying on the air that I read Nazi Sozi felt weird. Like, mm-hmm. I was going to be, like, guilt by association, some, like, something like sure. that. But I read that shit, and I walked out of it, and I'm like, I'm fine. Right. But most people, I feel like, would could you, know, you give them something like that. <clears throat> Maybe not most people, but there's at least a certain 
a certain type of person. Yeah. Where if they read something like that and they go, maybe they're right. Like, they're done. Yeah. <laughs> Everything that follows after that is going to go. Mm. <sighs> but anyway, so that got me thinking about, uh, like, forbidden topics and cursed ideas. And we've talked about that before. Yeah. Um, and that's part of what got me into this whole conspiracy thing. I was just <laughs> like... I was like, I, I, what is forbidden? What am I not allowed to think about? Mm -hmm. And then I just went and started reading about those things. Mm -hmm. And it's been, it's been totally awesome. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, Let's, care, okay. care to enlighten us? No, I'm not going to talk about it because I don't want guilt by association. I'm not sure. telling you shit. I'll tell you shit when it's not recording. Mm -hmm. um, you have. Not, not on the air. <laughs> So l let me ask you, you, you're uh -huh. a big conspiracy guy, or at least were at a certain point. You For just, sure. Yeah, like you said. Um, could you tell me about your phase, like when you went through a conspiracy phase, or if you're still in one? Like, uh, well, I'm always in one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my big senior paper in college was on conspiracy culture in America, um, and this was after I came out of my own conspiracy phase. And the whole paper was basically just whether or not con the conspiracy... Because America, unlike the rest of the world, we are conspiracy crazy. Yeah. Um, we believe far more conspiracies than any other country. We produce more conspiracies than any other country. And maybe that's because we live in the United States. Who knows? But a lot of people think it's unhealthy and that conspiracies are the worst. Uh and, I mean, yeah, there are some conspiracies that are batshit crazy. And then you talk to people who believe these conspiracies, and you just have no common platform to uh, to communicate with them. Um, like, have, If you've ever talked to a, a reptilian believer, those are some of my favorites. Is, Hold up. I know, know nothing about reptilians. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and I, I don't... I haven't looked into it for a while. But there are people who believe that... Our leaders in this world, political, social, religious leaders, uh, they are not human. They are actually shape-shifting uh, demon reptiles. <laughs> so uh, they're, they're giant lizard-like creatures who can change into the form of humans. And they control us. We're basically their, their slaves. And it, there's all sorts of different variants of this. Either... Well, Satan and his army of demons are here on Earth, or they're aliens, or who knows what. Um, but then there's, <laughs> if you really dive in, you, you can find supposed videos of, you know, Hillary Clinton turning into a lizard in her limousine. And things like that. It's a lot of fun. I know I saw one a while back about Barack Obama. Oh, I'm sure. And all yeah. it was was the interlacing on the video. Right, like, right. I could look at that. I'm like, his eyes don't actually look like that because that's just how video looks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you guys are so stupid. <laughs> but, yeah, well, you know, I mean, you're. That was just is... one example. Reptilians might be real. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, wait, so you're qualified. You wrote a paper about this. Tell me more. <laughs> well, uh... we produce conspiracies We more than anybody in the world. Yes. What else? Um,. Well, basically, I came to the conclusion, and I didn't come to this myself, but a lot of the authors I was reading uh, were people who were once big conspiracy theorists, but then escaped that culture. And they basically came to this conclusion that, first of all, all of us believe in some conspiracy theory, probably plural, actually. Mm. Um, and you can... Because conspiracy theory, it's such it's a word that has such a bad uh, connotation. Yes. 
But that doesn't mean that they're all false. And one of my favorite things to do is just look up lists of things that were once thought conspiracy theories, but then were proven true later. Like, so some of the biggest ones were, for a long time, people thought that cigarettes caused cancer. And we look at that and say, well, yeah, of course. (laughs) Right, right. Um, But for decades, the conspiracy theory was that, hey, the doctors are lying to us because they were paid off by the tobacco industries. Hmm. And that sounded crazy. Uh, but eventually, of course, it was proven to be true. Uh, there are all sorts of other ones like uh, Abestos. People thought that was a conspiracy, and it, it was. Uh, there were things about the U.S. government, like the CIA is using, trying to use mind device controls on uh, different prisoners. And yeah, that was true. Uh, so... Once you see a list of hundreds of conspiracy theories that have become true, you kind of, the whole conversation kind of changes, and you go, well, I should be looking at this differently rather than a few crazy people who play Dungeons and Dragons and then believe that Barack Obama's a lizard. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But anyway, so these writers, well, go ahead. I was just going to say, when you think about it, when you really, mm-hmm. really think about it, and, you know, we all go, oh, we all believe in conspiracies and things, you know, it sounds like we're just sort of passing that off. It's like, no, really consider that. Like, yeah. you, there, are, there are big things you believe about the world that may not be called conspiracy theories, mm-hmm. right? It may be that, like, um, let me try to find some, think of something that's not crazy, all right? Yeah. Um, so, like, for example, uh, we all inherently trust, for example... Yes. Just for example, I am not mm. crazy. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. We all trust that the water we drink is fine. Right. Right. We just believe it's untainted, and for the for most for the most part, that works for us as a belief sure. because mm-hmm. we drink the water, we feel fine. In fact, we feel better because water's good for us. Um, but you know, like that that you could say that's a that's a theory or a belief. We believe mm-hmm. inherently that we have clean water here in America. Yeah. Um, unless but, you're in Flint, Michigan, but unless you're in Flint, Michigan, which what the hell is all that? I don't even. Who knows? <laughs> okay, how many documentaries are they gonna make about that? You know, like before something <laughs> is done. <laughs> it's like Flint, Michigan, still got problems with their water. Well, mm-hmm. can we do something? Yeah. Why not? Well, there's a good conspiracy theory right there. Who's sure. benefiting from keeping the Flint, Michigan thing going? Like. Mm. And why is it still going? Because I yeah. feel like there are it's enough philanthropists in the world. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm being optimistic, but like Bill Gates, why couldn't he fix the water? He's yeah. doing, he's fixing water I, everywhere I think else. Someone, I think someone did, uh, some big name did say he was gonna, he or she was gonna. It was fix Elon it. Musk. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Is okay. Elon Musk? I wonder if it's fixed now. Who knows? I don't know. But like, it went on for forever. Yeah. Like, why? Why? It was such yeah. a big story. Why didn't somebody do something sooner? Mm-hmm. And that sort of makes me think that. Hmm. This is a useful piece of propaganda. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's get people thinking that that uh, the government doesn't care about the people of Flint, Michigan. Which I know they don't, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Michigan, yeah. So anyway, like there are all these things we believe, like <clears throat> um you know, the, we believe the bridges are up to code. You know, I drive across a bridge every day to get to work. Right? Mm-hmm. We just believe that. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's just a common belief. I've never tested the bridge, right? Yep. Except by driving on it. Sure. And the first time I drove on it, I didn't even think about it. I'm like, oh, I'm on a bridge. Whatever. Like, I just kind of inherently believe that it was up to code. 
right? Yeah. So there were all these there are all these things that we believe, these big things about our world that we have to believe in order to not go insane. Yep. Um So, I don't know. So tell me more about your your paper. Um yeah, so the big conclusions that these writers that I, I was working off of had was, A, we all believe in conspiracy theories. Uh, they're just different theories. Uh, and it's you, you kind of have to figure out how you define conspiracy theory uh, before you begin the conversation. Hmm. But the, big, the biggest conclusion I came to was these ex-conspiracy theorists said, hey, even though these belief, most of these beliefs are absolutely insane... I would rather live in a culture where people believe these things than a culture where they don't. Because believing in conspiracy theories, or even just talking about them, creates a, a discussion among the people that questions the status quo. Mm. And the more questioning is, the more dialogue there is, the more dialogue there is, the more, uh, the more repair work can be done uh, throughout society, especially a democracy where this is important uh, base-level construction. Uh, where you can be talking about different views, where you can be questioning everything you know uh, to the point where you, you're in a place where you're confident to tell every, everybody else, these are my religious or political or psychological beliefs or whatever. So that was kind of my conclusion was I'd rather live in a society where uh, conspiracy theories are are almost promoted in a sense just because, yeah, I don't really believe them, but... I enjoy talking to people who believe them, and I think it's healthier. And I got a D on the paper because my professor was British, and <laughs> <laughs> the Brits hate conspiracy theories, I guess. Uh, but so but then uh, another professor, she looked over it and gave me an A. So that oh, was nice. How yeah. nice. <laughs> but she's also a lizard. So <laughs> uh, yeah, who knows? <laughs> uh, yeah, so... <laughs> I don't know. It's been a super fun week because I... Just like it's a whole new world, you know. <laughs> There's like a whole world of podcasts out there that I oh, can yeah. listen to now, and, you know. Because I was getting bored of my lineup. I'm like, I don't really want to listen to Sam Harris today. He's kind of boring. Joe Rogan's just talking to another MMA fighter. I don't care about that. <laughs> Maybe I could go listen to this podcast about how the Earth is flat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's fun. Yeah. It's like it's fun to hear about that shit. Yeah. Um, well, and. Okay, today... Okay, oh, hang on, hang on, hang go, on. Yeah, I you figured go it, it out, all right? Uh-huh. It's intellectual dress-up. It's intellectual cosplay. Yeah, right? for sure. You're just like, I'm going to try this costume on, see what it feels like. It's like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah. Like, I kind of like this. And, like, you know, you take it all off at the end and you go back to your normal clothes. But, like, yeah. at the same time, it's okay to play. You can play with ideas. Oh, for They're sure. And dangerous. I, no, and I think it's really healthy to do that. Yeah. Um, because here today in America... Um, Everyone's just in their own echo chamber, and the only ideas you ever hear regurgitated to you are the people who agree with you exactly. Yes. And it's so it's so unhealthy for a, a constitutional republic. It's so unhealthy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because, like, uh. you know, listening to Sam Harris is, like, no big deal. You know, Joe Rogan, meh, you can get along with it. I fell asleep to Joe Rogan for a couple weeks there. Now I'm falling asleep to the flat earth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't actually listen to a podcast about the flat earth. I'm just using that as a joke. Besides ours. Well, yeah, besides <laughs> ours. No, I, I, I don't really have any real ones that I've gotten super into. Yeah. Um, there's... Let's see here. You know what would be a really fun idea for a podcast huh. series? Is to make 
a new fake conspiracy. Yes. And then just bullshit facts. Well, actually, no, if you look hard enough, you can find the facts to back up anything. Oh, yeah. Um, and just new episodes <laughs> come with new data. And you could get your, your listeners in on this. It would become like, it would become a cult so fast, but that would be a, a blast. <laughs> It'd be interesting to try to construct something that would be, that would have something like universal appeal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but wasn't insane. Um, right. Because, like, the reptilian thing, like, I, I, obviously, I haven't looked in, into that one. Um, <laughs> because I haven't mm-hmm. gotten that deep down the rabbit hole yet. <laughs> You'll get there. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, no, I was like, so, I don't know, watching The Matrix yesterday, uh, <laughs> seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really cool because that's that's almost exactly how I felt. Um, because it wasn't so much that, like, that, like, I was looking into these theories and I was like, you know, oh, these might be true. It was that I was waking up to a world where those things actually could be. Yeah. They could be true, but, and I don't know, so I've got to find out, right? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, to, to find out what's real, you know, draw my own conclusions, that sort of thing. Yeah. But to learn that there's, like, massive followings around... I mean, we haven't talked about aliens on the show, have we? We did once. We did a, um... An unreleased fake assault, Tony right? Bowes! <laughs> Tony Bowes? Oh, yeah, we did talk about t- Tony Bowes' aliens and... Yeah, uh, we talked about aliens sometime. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it on an unreleased fake episode. I'm telling you. I think you. so, yeah. We talked yeah. about the uh, Nazi UFOs or whatever. Oh, oh, yes, we did. Yeah, I feel yes, like you should fill did. everyone in on that a little oh. bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, um... <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I guess we did not release that one. I can't remember. Mm-mm. So, the best conspiracy theories, the ones that are the most fun to look at, are... It's that meme where it's that football player and he's like, They had us in the first half, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> and where the first half of the story is actual history or uh, actual political science or whatever. And you, you you read it and you go, okay, this is this is actually true. I've... No one denies this is true. Uh, I, I agree with it. And then the second half takes it a step further. So, for example, my favorite one uh, is the Nazis' Arctic alien spaceship base. <laughs> <laughs> so the way that this starts is uh, you look at a you look at a, a map of the Nazi the Nazi. Uh, territorial holdings at their largest extent and you'll see you know oh they're they're all the way from france to to russia from sweden or from norway to italy or into africa blah 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 well if it's a world map and it includes antarctica you'll see that about a fourth of antarctica has the swastika on it um because the nazis invaded antarctica with a a small force of scientists and soldiers hold on hold up Mm-hmm. They really did. They really did. You can, <laughs> I, I, I can't remember the operation name. No way. But uh, it's it's down there. They, I think, I, I think it still bears the German name. I could be wrong on that. But let's uh, Nazi Arctic. <laughs> it, it, they they renamed it something. Hitler uh-huh. sent a secret expedition to Antarctica in a hunt for margarine fat. Yeah, pretty much. Um, what? <laughs> There's there's so much Oh, so good. It's so yeah. good. Um Sorry. Anyway, so the Germans did take over part of Antarctica and then the the 
the the history says that uh, eventually they they left um and then they may have set up some sort of scientific base they may not have uh i don't really remember but where conspiracy butts in here is that hey there are actually ufos buried under the ice in antarctica or or the earth is hollow and the entrance into the hollow earth is through antarctica um anyway one of the i think the the primary conspiracy here is that the earth is hollow uh there's an ocean in the middle of the earth and then in the middle of that ocean there's an island and on that island is a a humanoid race that has built up this civilization that's greater than anything we've ever seen. Some people call it Atlantis. Some people call it whatever the fuck you want to say, but it's, it's the hollow earth. And the Nazis wanted to contact these people and uh, make them their allies so that they can come forth and, you know, burst out of the earth like an alien and just blast the allies to hell. Now, it gets, it gets crazier because all, some people think that Hitler survived and he <laughs> made it to Argentina and then from Argentina he made it to Antarctica and then from the, the little butthole in Antarctica he climbed in, <laughs> made it to the hollow earth, became the fjord to these humanoid people in the center of the world. <laughs> And that's, in some point, the Fourth Reich is going to burst out of the geysers all over the world, like in Yellowstone and whatnot, with uh, alien technology. Uh, and, oh my god. And that Hitler, who will, of course, be like some Mecha some other Hitler. creature. Yeah, Mecha Hitler, basically. <laughs> it's all gonna come back, and it's all gonna bite us in our bum. Uh oh. So that's that's the conspiracy theory, and it's great, and it, there there's some artwork that is just amazing. And the way I found out about this is I was at a friend's house down in Texas, because where else? <laughs> and this family, they had a shelf, a bookshelf. Well, they had many bookshelves, but then they had this one bookshelf apart from all the others. And they knew I liked to read, so they were like, oh, James, come look at our books. And so I was, I was paging through them, and there was a bunch of, you know, neat history books, political books. And then their dad came up to me, and he's like, do you want to see the real bookshelf? Oh. And I was like, sure. <laughs> and he, he took me over to this isolated bookshelf, and it was filled with conspiracy theory books. And then the one that immediately caught my eye <laughs> was this, this, this large book with the cover art of all these UFOs with swastikas on them <laughs> blasting U.S. battleships in the Pacific. It was amazing. I think I took a picture of it. Maybe I can post it. <laughs> but I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> That's the good shit right there. And I read the whole book in a day and was like, that was the best fictional story I ever read. <laughs> So wait, where do the UFOs blasting battleships come in? Well, okay, so then this is this is also truth. Uh, the U.S. and I think Britain sent down a couple naval ships down to uh, the Antarctic. I don't know if they made it all the way. They might have just gone like halfway down the Atlantic. But then they, they eventually came back and they had two fewer fighters than what they started off with. The official story is that the fighters, these two fighter planes, were lost in a storm. Uh, but then one of one of the captains of one of the ships had this outrageous story of UFOs fighting for the Nazis 
um, blasting the, our fighters out of the air like it was nothing. And he was he was kicked out of the, the Navy real quick and yeah. painted as a lunatic. Uh, but, but why? We're, we're right, yeah. Why would they kick him out? Maybe he knew something. <laughs> Maybe he saw something that... Maybe he, he saw not Nazi spacecraft. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I mean, but really, though, let's let's talk about that. Because oh. <laughs> uh-huh. okay, I, I will I will have to say that I can't remember all the facts of this, so I okay. might have gotten things wrong. Um, oh, that's that's okay. I know it was a long. It's time been ago. years since I looked into this. <laughs> yeah, but so like it, they kicked him out. Mm-hmm. Are you sure he, they kicked him out? Like, I'm that? pretty sure he was dishonorably discharged for that. Uh, well, I think right. it was a secret mission, and just him talking about it at all was probably breaking protocol. Nazi space... Let's see, not space. UFOs... Blowing up... Battleships. <laughs> <laughs> I am so going on a watch list now. USS Maine, is that it? I think so. New Swabia was... No. Uh, New Swabia is the Antarctic portion that was owned by the nazis and it was not one fourth or one third whatever i said it was it looks like more like one tenth but still still it's funny to see part of antarctica with a swastika flag on it uh-huh. <laughs> new swabia that's what it's called new new swabia mm-hmm. i can't find anything about this i wonder why <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh uh-huh uh, yeah. The science behind Battleship, Witness, Illustrated, UFO. Okay, I know Google is censoring these. <laughs> it's it's mm-hmm. gonna duck, duck, go. <laughs> See what we can find. Okay. Not- <laughs> what? Did you find it? <laughs> Just, okay, I'm on uh, duck, duck, go. I don't know if that's gonna work differently than Google. I just I just typed in Nazi UFOs blasting ships and there are some amazing pictures here. <laughs> All right, that's what I'm putting in. Oh, oh my god, this is just amazing. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> There's like guys in those long leather coats pointing up at like a flying saucer yeah, that's just yeah. got the cross on it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Here's a really cool concept art one. Uh <sighs> Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. This is so good. <laughs> this is absolute legend. <laughs> Here's a photograph of what looks like a secret Nazi military base discovered by a Russian scientist with pictures. Mm-hmm. Mm. Suddenly everything makes sense. Now, I want to say there was something found just, just in the last year or two. Um... Some giant Nazi uh, vehicle found submerged in the Baltic Sea. I think the Russians found it. I don't know if it's been brought up yet, but of course, all the conspiracy theorists were like, "Oh, it's a UFO! It's a UFO!" Uh, I don't, I don't remember whatever became of that, but it was some giant mechanized vehicle that the Russians found, or the Poles. I can't remember. Fun stuff, though, dude. Like, but that's the that's the fun part about it is like. Just like I said, playing dress up with these ideas mm-hmm. is just fun. That's why I've had such it's such a great week. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, it's fun to play the what ifs of history. <laughs> well, and it it's fun because it also like it also adds like a narrative mythological element to your day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, well, just another day, you know, at the grindstone, 
Mm-hmm. Any it's minute all... now, Hitler will be back with the, <laughs> with the aliens. And we'll have to be <laughs> using our, be drafted our American it. guns to be shooting these things out of the sky. Mm. My God. Yeah. Uh, it's great ways to end conver- conversations with people you don't want to be talking to, yeah. by the way. I I have used these at work. I shit you not. Really? Just to get out of conversations. Really? Uh, oh, which, yeah. Which one works the best? Um, <laughs> well, and not, not necessarily conspiracy theories. Just anything that, you know, isn't nice to It's to a little, little too far. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the, other, the one I used the other day was... That the the whole Vietnam War was started on a lie, um, and they were just like, oh, "Oh, all right, I gotta go." <laughs> Mission accomplished. That, that would work. Yeah. What was so? Wait, it, wait. What is that one? It was started well, on a lie. I, I'm actually going to be talking about it in one of our upcoming episodes. Oh. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll get into that. Okay. So we won't um, spoil it. Yeah, basically, you know what a false flag attack is, right? We've yeah, talked about this yeah, on the show. Yeah, we've talked about false okay. flags. I, I, I wrote a paper <laughs> and submitted to it an academic journal on false flag attacks, which was dangerous. I got so much shit for that until... Anyway. Well, that's touchy. We I mean, won't... False, no, flag, uh, false flags yeah. happen every day. Yeah, so if you don't know what a false flag attack is, it's basically some entity attacking itself and then blaming it on another entity to start a whole commotion or start a war. Right. So, and there there are all sorts of ones, but... Oh, the biggest... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mark that. The, <laughs> on another level. You are. This is amazing. <laughs> New level of consciousness. So, Sorry. True. <laughs> well, the the supposed false flag attack that basically got that term into the the mainstream was 9/11. The 9/11 conspiracy theories. Oh boy. The, the people who believe that Bush or the CIA did 9/11 so that we could start a war in Afghanistan or Iraq. Um that would be a false flag attack, obviously. It'd be America attacking America to start a war. That's what kind of got it into the, the mainstream. And But there, there have been false flag attacks throughout history. Uh, for example, uh, Stalin shelled his own troops in World War II to justify invading Finland uh, with the, the Winter War and the Continuation War. It's, it's called the Shelling of Manila. It was a town... Uh, and then he blamed it on the Finns, and the Finns were like, no, we didn't do that. We wouldn't start a war with the Soviet Union. And Stalin was like, no, you absolutely did, so I'm going to invade you now. And the Finns were like, well, let's, uh, let's investigate this. Let's get other countries to investigate this before we, oh, okay, no, we're, we're killing each other now. (laughs) Uh, so false flag attacks have happened, um, by, by the Nazis and by the Soviets and by the, the Chinese communists, uh, but the fun part is when you start looking into democracies and well western western democracies would never do a false flag attack well and, uh, okay okay here's the thing that mm-hmm. i i've noticed that's probably the most entertaining thing about getting into conspiracy theories yeah bigfoot is boring loch ness is boring you know what's not boring 911 mm. <laughs> you know why it's recent no it's not because okay. of that it's because you're not allowed to ask Oh, for sure. You know, yeah. you're not allowed. To, it's a sacred cow. 
you know? Yeah, that's that's true. I think, I was thinking about, like, everyone's, like, for a while everyone was, like, freaking out about Benghazi. Remember that shit? Mm-hmm. Um, we don't talk about it very much anymore. Um, but do you remember how it was, like, sort of made out to be, like, a total conspiracy theory, like, within a yeah. week? Yeah. Like, it was, like, it went from, hey, Benghazi, there's a big disaster in Benghazi, people are dying, to you're a crazy person if you even ask about this. Right. You know? Because, like, you could feel yeah. it happening. There was this, like, collective consciousness that was like, oh, we don't want to talk about that dirty thing. Yes. Well, and this is why everyone believes in a conspiracy theory is because the other half always paints your belief as a conspiracy theory. Yes. So do you believe that uh, Trump works for Russia? Well, the right is going to call that a conspiracy theory. Right. Do you believe that Hillary Clinton was behind Benghazi? Well, the left is going to paint that as a conspiracy theory. Yeah. It, it, no matter what you believe, someone's going to call that shit <laughs> that's and that's the interesting thing about it is like you're gonna believe it mm -hmm. um you're gonna believe something right yeah so it's almost like instead of being afraid to talk about the things that you may or may not believe it's almost like the, the reason it's so entertaining to go after this stuff is because you're not supposed to go after it you know you're, yeah. not, you're not supposed to think about you know whether or not such and such was a false flag and you can feel it too you're like ooh. You know, it just feels it feels like you're delving into something kind of sinful, you know, mm -hmm. like and maybe that's why it's been so fun, uh, because <laughs> uh, just being like, well, what if this did happen is is, is uh, well, it's, it's dangerous. It comes with risk, you know, like yeah. uh, it comes with a lot of risk because you tell people like I, I'm I'm like afraid to talk about what I'm actually reading about because it's going to make me look bad. Um, so let's have a podcast so let's episode have a podcast about it. episode about it where I don't talk about it. Okay, I'm just saying there's something fishy about that moon landing footage. That's all. <laughs> Going for the throat. Yeah, it's a sacred cow, which is why it's fun to go after because yeah. you're not supposed to, and you're you'd be thought to be a complete insane idiot unless you went at it like, you know, I don't know, unless you're like MythBusters. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that's that's kind of if it didn't have that element to it, it wouldn't be as much fun. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. like if everyone was like, hey, yeah, let's let, we all investigate these ideas for ourselves. Yeah. It's like then it's like oh yeah, well, I mean maybe that would be better. Um, like you were said in your paper. Um, but <clears throat> if it didn't have that element of you're not supposed to be reading this. You know, yeah. Oh, for sure. Now you're on a watch list. Like well, I, it's the yeah, it's the same reason why we thought we were so cool when we said a swear word when we were eleven. Like, yeah, it's, it's that golden calf world word that we can't say because it's evil. Well, and like, then we then then at sleepovers, you're like, <laughs> hey, Aaron, have you ever heard the word bastard? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Uh-huh. Now I was thinking I was also thinking about that the other day cuz like now I'm kind of numb to to swearing. Mm -hmm. It like carries no weight for me anymore. Right. Um but I remember a day when I if I heard a word that was nasty I would feel Ugh. Mm -hmm. like real deep down it was like this revulsion. But remember you first, remembered it. Yeah, I remember And first, you whispered it to you to yourself silently. No. Oh, okay. I I tried not to. Mm. <laughs> uh I I didn't get really bad with swearing until high school. Or college, I should say. Sorry, not not high school, college. Mm -hmm. um, but I remember the first time I heard the word fuck. I was like, oh my god. Ooh. Like, it mm -hmm. hurt. I was like, that sounds so bad. Mm -hmm. um, and, of course, that first time you hear about the Earth really being flat, which it is, by the way. Uh, yes. 
Uh, first time you hear that, you're like, oh my God, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Um, I was joking about the earth being flat, everybody. Please don't ban me, Google. <laughs> <laughs> that's the funny thing uh, about it, too. That's the scary thing about it. And that's mm. what makes it so much weirder. Is like, you go to look for flat earth stuff on YouTube, and it's like all censored. It's, a lot of it is, It's yeah. hard to find. And then every single other one has like a Wikipedia article mm-hmm. on it saying, this is why it's wrong. And that just feels kind of degrading. Like, almost insulting. Like, you really think. Like, unless Wikipedia was here to tell me otherwise, I wouldn't put up a fight on this idea. <laughs> but that's what's weird no. about it. And that, that's a whole other conspiracy theory right there. Why are they censoring this shit? Yeah. Well, the thing... I think another reason why conspiracy theories have such uh, bad connotations in today's society is a lot of them are actually dangerous. Uh especially the extreme ones you can get these can get really racist really fast or really anything really fast and that's where things get dangerous um in the real world but maybe that's, that's just a conspiracy but, who knows but that doesn't make any sense with something like flat earth like that, uh, that, what's the danger so what if people believe the earth is flat the scientists aren't going to care Right. And if they do, maybe maybe there would be actually, like, an expedition by a Flat Earth Society to, like, go around the Earth and, like, prove that you can circumnavigate the globe. Like, would that be so bad? Get, putting more light on something like that would make people investigate it more, which would mean we could get to the bottom of it faster. Sure. But then there's, all, there's always that guy with, you know... <laughs> uh, he's in his basement, and he's typing on whatever forum this is that oh you well it's all it all goes back to the curse of Cain uh and you're like oh okay or the curse of Shem or whatever Noah's son it was that what <laughs> what does that have to do with flat earth there's it all there's always this relig- this <laughs> extremist religious connection um Basically, the master race. <laughs> uh, it always comes in. How the hell does that come in? You have to tell uh, me. I don't know how, but okay. it always does, and it always come back. It comes back to well, if it wasn't for the black people and the Jews, you know, our government would admit that the Earth is flat. Oh yeah, yeah. That and is. Like, well, what? <laughs> yeah, that is how? true. That is true. I see how that's connected. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, no, not not all conspiracy theorists are like this. In fact, probably the majority are, are nowhere near this. But of course, it's only ever the minority that's that's heard the crazy minority on these issues. That's so. the problem, though. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like those guys are amplified to make the entire thing seem like it's absolutely crazy. For while sure. While the other stuff that's more like even keeled, like hey, maybe we do want to sail around the Earth, like, and we're yeah. gonna make a 50 minute video documenting what we actually think. Why mm-hmm. are those censored? Why are the yep. only the crazy ones allowed out? Yeah. What the fuck am I missing? Well, and it's one of the problems with how quick global communication is today is that anybody's voice can be heard, which should be a good thing, but then you get these horrible, crazy people who have a, a terrible message to, to say, and 100 years ago, you, you would not have heard them, but now you hear them, and it's fun to rally around them. See, I don't know, though. I don't know, because that... And I'm only pushing back because... Of course. <laughs> because that's the whole point. Because you it? are one of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, what does that create? When you censor people who have extremist views, what does that do except for maybe incubate something stronger? Well, I don't think you, we should censor them. Right, um, right. I'm completely against that. But that's what... But that's what we're doing. You know, yeah, if you have a bad idea and you expose it to light and you're being honest about it, mm-hmm. it goes away. 
And yeah. if it doesn't go away, other people get rid of you. Oh, for sure. So, yeah. <laughs> you should. Well, and I think that's a huge problem with America today, and I should not go down this trail, but, you know... <laughs> You're going. Uh, yeah, here we go. So... I think a huge problem today. Okay, let me just let, let me just pause and say this. I am not a Nazi. <laughs> you don't have right? to say that. I I disagree with the with Nazis on almost every single point. <laughs> like you could make a chart with James on one side and Nazi and fascists on the other side, and you'd be like, oh wow. They're nearly opposed on pretty much everything. Hey guys, I want to I want to confirm. Oh my God, mm-hmm. Cortana's coming here. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I just want to confirm. He's telling the truth. He is not bullshitting, and he's also not virtue signaling right now. He's telling the straight up truth. James yes. is such a soy boy cuck that I can barely <laughs> spend more than five minutes with him. <laughs> yeah, it, it's true. I mean, for every you second you're with all that being said, I I think the. <laughs> I think the way we're dealing with this, these so-called Nazis in America today, and I'm not talking about like, oh, you, you're wearing a MAGA hat, you're a Nazi. No, I'm talking about the self-identified fascists in this country, <clears throat> and they are out there, and, and it's a rising movement. I think the worst possible way we can deal with them is to not talk to them, to ignore them, or to paint them as demons, or this whole, like, punch the Nazi thing. I think that's... Horrible advice because the their entire movement is based on them being oppressed. So the more we oppress them, the more voice we're giving to their movement, and the more people are going to join their movement. Yes. The best way to deal with Nazis is to talk to them and be like, "Hey, look, um, uh, I respect you, but I think your opinions uh don't really hold any ground." And the minute you start talking to Nazis, well. I think it's it's healthier for democracy. And it's not just Nazis. I, I think it's communists, too. I mean, the right does the same thing by just labeling everyone a communist, even though they're probably not a communist. But for the self-identified extremists, let's talk to them. Um, now, y- y- there is a point where that breaks down. Um, I mean, I'm not going to go over and talk to uh, the Taliban face-to-face. But... Uh, you should, the, though. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Hey guys, I brought some. I if brought I some get coke. F- five retweets, I'll go get coffee with the Taliban. <laughs> hey, that's a promise. Here's an interesting thing, though. Okay, so uh-huh. I used to think that too. Okay, I used to think that if you just talk to people who are on the fringe, they'll back down. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's only that. Sometimes that will never work. For sure, it's rare, but sometimes it will never work. Oh, absolutely. But here's the best thing that I've learned about talking with extremists and, um, and, uh, I hate calling ex- talking with people with fringe beliefs. Yes. All you have, the best strategy for, for helping them find a new balance in their thinking mm-hmm. is to just ask questions. Absolutely. You just want to know. Tell me more yeah. about that. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Like, yep. what does this word mean? I've never heard that one before. Analyze it. Learn about it. Mm-hmm. And if nothing else, um, okay, text from my boss. Anyway, if nothing <laughs> else, you'll learn where the weak points are. Yeah. That's it. I mean, you're, you're not going to, like, you're probably not going to convince someone who's a straight-up communist to not be a communist anymore. They're gone. Mm-hmm. Like, most of the time, they're gone. 
if it's somebody who's going there, who's sort of drifting there, say they're your friend or whatever, like you, the best way to do it is just ask questions because it dis absolutely it dismantles the air of like secrecy and um and uh, you know that dark feeling of oh I'm in my basement thinking about this stuff all, my, all mm -hmm. alone. It's like you ask him questions, you're like, hey, explain that to me. Tell me more. Tell me more. For, exactly, because every question you ask, they have to examine their own beliefs. And if you just call them a subhuman piece of shit, they're not examining their beliefs. They're clinging tighter to them. <laughs> right. So that's my whole thing with, like, uh, the whole anti-vax, the whole flatter thing. Mm -hmm. Like, the way we are dealing with these people is demonizing them. Yes. We're, like, we're like reacting, and I don't say, I say we, more like... The public is reacting with revulsion toward these people. They're creating memes about them and how stupid they are. And they get a sense of entitlement to their, like, not entitlement, but a sense of superiority. Yeah. To these fellow human beings, um, just because they believe a different thing. Yeah. It's like, it's so toxic. I don't get why people have to do that. Like, if you've got, if you know someone who's an anti-vaxxer, mm -hmm. talk to them! Ask them why, because they yeah. probably have a decent reason. For sure. That you can all, I mean, I say decent reason. I don't mean like a true, like factual, you know, veridical reason. Mm -hmm. What I mean is they have a reason that was convincing enough to them. Yeah. And you should respect that because most of them are not stupid. Yeah. They've just heard the wrong things. So I, I don't know, but yeah. that, and it's no—it's not even fun. It's like it's like you can't even have fun with with uh, conspiracy theories if you're just going into them being like this person is so stupid. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just it's 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 not it's not the truth. Yeah, there's just there's no dialogue between between the sides anymore, and. I don't know if you experienced this, but when I went into college, I was kind of at a point in my life where I was trying to figure out what I believed, because um, I, I didn't know what I believed, and when I got into college, I was astounded that instead of being a place of open discussion and learning where you could pretty much voice anything, it was not that way at all. It was, you had to pick a side, heads or tails, and once you pick your side, uh, that's it, pretty much. Like, you don't associate with the other side. You only associate with your little echo chamber. And there's no there's no room for open discussion. Hmm. That's and... interesting. I had a different experience. I think mainly because I was in the Honors College. Okay. Um, at a, you know, a university in the South where, you know... Um, yeah, I never had that experience until I got to grad school. Nice. Um, uh, there were people who tried... There were people sure. who tried. I mean, I know I told you that story, probably told it on the air, where uh, I had a buddy who was like, some girl was demanding to know his political alignment. Mm. And he said, I lean more left. And she goes, as you should. <laughs> and it, she was like intimidating him. He was like, and he was like this little band kid who didn't know what was going on. And like, yeah. <laughs> I was just watching this. I'm like, that is so sick. Yeah. What the hell is wrong with you? You know, mm -hmm. what What does it matter to you what he thinks about that in particular? You've known him for, like, she knew him for, like, ten seconds. Right. It was the first day, and she was trying to find a way to, to she was trying to find people to subjugate, mm -hmm. who she could think less of. And that was just so disgusting to me. And, uh, anyway, so that's, that's why conspiracy theories are fun for a guy like me. 
I'm good. Mm. I got one foot in both worlds. I can't, I'm a transient <laughs> creature. <laughs> I'm always on the move, jumping for You know this. You've been with oh, me. Oh, I do, yeah. I'm always on the move from one thing to the next. And, you know, I'm finally finding some things I can settle on. And now it's just become a game for me. Like, if, to entertain myself, I read conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Because it's fun. It doesn't no. scare me anymore. And I'm not, I'm not afraid of those things. Because if they're no. stupid, I'll see it. And I'll be able to say, here's how they're stupid. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I'm not ready to wrap up, though. I, I feel like there's I'm a little either. more gas in here. <laughs> there, There is. Let's, let's push this puppy home. Yeah. I don't want to land the plane, though. Let's... Oh, my... <laughs> <laughs> I am marking that... We don't need Google to censor us. <laughs> we censor ourselves. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, okay, here's another thing, okay? Mm-hmm. I work <laughs> on a show that airs on PBS. I love PBS. Yeah. Um, and they have a they have a production guide for us um, mm-hmm. about like what words we have to cut. Um, mm-hmm. And it's so specific. It's like you can have the word ass... But you can't mm-hmm. have the word asshole. Mm. But you you can censor the word hole. Hmm. But not the... When you censor asshole, you censor hole, not ass. Which okay. makes no sense, right? Right. It's like almost an arbitrary thing. Everybody knows what they're saying. Yeah. Right? Uh, and, you know, you censor the obvious ones, you know. Uh, and there's a, there's a little list of them. Don't allow these. Can't say tit mm-hmm. on the air, which I didn't know. Um... Mm. <laughs> which means a lot of old British comedy is going to have to go. Um, uh, but I was thinking about that, and I'm like, why are those words still banned? Mm-hmm. Every form of media these days has those words front and center. Oh, yeah. Every form. Like, every pod, almost every podcast has, has some kind of vulgarity in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, people listen to podcasts way more than they watch PBS. They, you know, watch YouTube reviews of their favorite, you know, video games or whatever more than they watch uh anything on tv yeah those are uncensored so why because those are that's an artifact from a world where those were bad words Mm -hmm. if you said those words people were like there's something wrong with you there's something wrong with you saying those bad words for sure and this this censorship of those words is left over yeah. Um, and so I'm starting to look at the future, and I'm like, ah, okay, so we're not censoring curse words anymore. That's probably a good thing. Um, we're not censoring, uh, well, but we are censoring mm-hmm. topics. Sure. We're censoring ideas. But why? And I yeah. wonder if that'll there'll be a holdout, you know? Yeah. Like that, that'll get stronger and stronger, and eventually, you know, you'll get like your your you know the answer to pbs hbo or something like that where you can say all those things mm-hmm. uh but we're already seeing that we're already seeing alternative platforms like i got on minds because i'm just so tired of twitter but i hardly use it because there's not that many people on there and also it's not that not that great of a platform yeah. um and twitter's just easier i know i got followers on twitter mm-hmm. you know i don't have to convince anybody to go get a minds account just so they can follow us um, but I jumped over there because, like, at a certain point, I'm wondering, huh, what parts of history are we not going to be allowed to talk about? Right. <laughs> you know, because on our show, we like to be, we like to be, you know, precise. Mm-hmm. We like to be b- 
balanced as much as we can. And I'm wondering, like, how long? How long until it just happens that one of our episodes just gets no views? No. You know? How long is that going to be? Hmm. Because it'll happen eventually. We'll we'll cover a topic that's, you know, um, that's uh, verboten or whatever. Yeah. And then that's when we can go and make our five-second video on Twitter and say, I'm so tired of PC culture. I'm so tired of all these, you know, people being overly politically correct uh-huh. or whatever. And then we'll just rock it to fame. There we go. Right into the intellectual dark web. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be hell. Uh. That'll never happen, though. We'd be in, like, the intellectual dumb web. <laughs> <laughs> We're too stupid for this We show. are. We really are. <laughs> oh, my God. Ugh. Yeah. Have, have you got any further thoughts? I feel like I'm just talking my ass off here. Uh, I've, I've got a lot of thoughts, but... Okay. <laughs> Share something. I, I don't know. How about okay. the... Say something dangerous, James. <laughs> Do it. Say something dangerous. <laughs> the people are waiting. Uh, um... Do it, uh, do it. I think we should kill vegans. <laughs> it's not dangerous. <laughs> Everyone believes that. Everyone thinks that. Even vegans. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't know. I, I got nothing. I won't. I won't put you up to yeah. that. But uh, I mean, the point is, like, it's funny because, like, uh, the um, <sighs> some of our darker episodes have been hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. For for some reason, and this is crazy, but for some reason, podcasts are rarely censored. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how long that's gonna be, and I don't know like if we're gonna get fucked over. Cause I mean, I know I told you, Apple like sent me an email saying if you keep putting episode numbers in your episode titles, we'll delete your podcast. Mm-hmm. So I stopped using episode numbers. Yeah. And then recently, I was just like, fuck that. <laughs> I'm putting these numbers on here. People gotta know which one we're on. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you out of steam? No. Well, okay. I could make a cup of coffee, and then who knows where this yeah. could go. Why don't you take a? Why don't we take a little break, get some coffee? All right, it'll, it'll probably and, take a uh, few minutes because I've got a French press, and oh, the maybe press it on the air. Why? <laughs> <laughs> All so right. People can people can hear it. Yeah. And listen to your review of your coffee grounds. Sure. Well, yeah. Okay, I'll be right back then. I'm gonna pause the recording. Oh, no, don't do that. Oh, no? Did you do it already? I know. Okay, don't do it. Just let it run. Okay. It's just easier to sync up. I don't have to sync it twice. Okay. Well, I am gonna... I am gonna uh, mute this, because I gotta pee. Okay, yeah, mute it. I'll be right back. Thank you for that decency. I just walked away with the table. From the table. With the table. Uh, with my earplugs still in, and I, everything fell off. Great. So I'm glad the mic is still working. Well, I mean, there's conspiracy theories, and then there's actual conspiracies. Okay, go on. Like, I mean, every resistance movement ever is a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. I mean, these things happen. I mean, like, is a business a conspiracy? <laughs> okay, let's let's go. <laughs> I mean, what what isn't a conspiracy? It's all one grand conspiracy. All right, put the margarine in the bread. Let's cook this. 
<laughs> I can't. The margarine's in Antarctica. Ah. <laughs> uh, so. We didn't even mean to talk about this. <laughs> no, we didn't. I had primary sources. <laughs> Do you want to read one of them? Um, Is there anything that's vaguely related? Uh, let's see. <laughs> yeah, actually. Oh, great. And, and we can make it into a skit, too. Okay. Yeah. Um, let me send this to you. Oh, my coffee's ready. First, let me... You're microwaving your coffee? No, it was just a timer, because... Oh. Uh, you peasants don't know, but you have to have the coffee in the French press for two Where minutes. are you sending this? Uh, I haven't sent it yet, because I'm about to press my coffee like I press the working glass. <laughs> and I like my coffee like I like my witches. Burnt to a crisp. <laughs> ah... Pour it on to me like you poured the molten lead on <laughs> Crassus's head. All right. All right. Speaking of, mm -hmm. is it is Game of Thrones over now? It is over. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> People can stop talking about uh, it now. Yeah. Um, is this? It's... <laughs> It's an account of a painter brought before the Inquisition. Oh. We actually have the dialogue, at least how the painter remembered it. Oh. It's fun. Okay. This is great. Mm -hmm. I knew it would be. Do you, do you want to be the tribunal or the uh, the painter? So the painter, I believe, let me look, Venetian painter Paolo Veronese. Okay. And he is brought before the Papal Inquisition because of something he painted. Oh. Mm -hmm. Oh my. Okay. This was in 1573. All right. I'll I'll be the tribunal. Excellent. Okay. And feel free to add a, a little creative legality. That's not license. That's the word. I'm not a historical revisionist, James. <laughs> well, I'm going to add <laughs> All right, you fucker. Mm -hmm. That's I mean that's perfectly on character though. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so, despite <clears throat> you being an artist and me being a history major, but you know, this is a topsy-turvy world we live in. <laughs> yep. All right. This day, the 18th of July, 1573, called to the holy office before the sacred tribunal, Paolo Galliari Veronese residing in the parish of S. Samuel, and being asked his name and surname, replied as above. Being asked as to his profession... I think that was, that was all the narrator. <laughs> oh. But that's fine. Want, I can be different for the tribunal. Okay, that, sure. Wow, what's a good voice for this? I don't know. For a tribunal? Yeah, an Italian tribunal. I don't know if I can do Italian. So tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. What is it? What is it that you do? Oh, boopity boopity! I paint and make <laughs> figures. Do you know the reasons why you've been called here? No, mamma mia, no. Can you imagine what these reasons might be? Well, unlike unlike my countrymen, I didn't switch sides a whole bunch of times, so I really can't imagine. Say what you think about them. I've... I'm changing voices like okay, crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna change as well. <laughs> 
I fancy that it concerns what was said to me by the reverend fathers, or rather by the prior of the monastery of San Giovanni e Paolo, whose name I did not know, but who informed me that he had been here, and that your most illustrious lordships had ordered him to cause to be placed in the picture a Magdalene... <laughs> what? A Magdalene? A Magdalene, uh, yes. Mary Magdalene. Okay, instead of a dog! And I answered him that very readily I would do all that was needful for my reputation and for the advantage of the picture, but that I did not understand what the figure of the Magdalene could be doing here. Okay, so if you didn't get that, uh, he painted... A, he, this, is a, this is a picture of the Last Supper. So Christ with the Twelve Disciples, yada, yada, yada. And uh, Paulo put a, a dog at the table, and the priest was like, that should be Mary Magdalene. And Paulo was like, well... Why? She wasn't here. A dog might have been here. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, and it gets better. Just pull oh, on your great. bootstraps. What picture is that which you have named? It is a picture representing the Last Supper that Jesus took with his disciples in the house of Simon. In this supper of our Lord, have you painted any attendants? Yes, my lord. Say how many attendants and what each is doing. First, the master of the house. Housed? House. House. It's Italian. House. 16th century Italian. Housed. Simon. Besides, I have placed below him a server who I have supposed to have come for his own amusement to see the arrangement of the table. There are besides several others, which as there are so many figures in this picture, I do not recollect. What is the meaning of the men dressed in the German fashion, each with a halberd in his hand? It is now necessary I should say a few words. Say on. We painters use the same license that is permitted to poets and jesters. I have placed these two halberdiers, one of them eating, the other drinking by the staircase, but both ready to perform any duty that may be required of them. So basically, Jesus is eating his last supper with twelve disciples and two armed German guards in Judea in 300, or 30 AD. It makes sense if you don't think about it. <laughs> but it made sense that these guys might be here. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the one who is dressed like a buffoon with a parrot on his wrist. Yes. Why did you introduce him into the canvas? Well, that's St. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not what he said. he said. For ornament, as is usually done. Who are the people at the table of our Lord? The twelve apostles. And what is St. Peter doing? Who is the first? Well, he's just carving up a lamb. Not the lamb of God, a, different, a lamb for eating and sending it down to the other end of the table. Uh, and what is the one doing who comes are, next? Are these questions really necessary? <laughs> You're asking what each individual in the painting. It's Are you blind? Can you not see the, paint, the, the people in the painting? We, we just need it for the record. Ah, okay. Well, let the record say that the next person is holding a plate to see what St. Peter will give him. And what is he doing who is next to his last? He's picking his teeth with a fork. <laughs> Who do you really think were present at this supper? Well, I believe Christ and his apostles were present. But in the foreground of the picture, I have placed figures as ornaments of my own invention. Were you commissioned to paint Germans and buffoons and such like figures in this picture? Same thing, but good question. And <laughs> no, my lord, I was not. I was commissioned to ornament the picture as I thought best, which, being large, to my mind, requires many figures. 
Does it not appear to you that you have not done right <laughs> in painting the picture in this manner and that it cannot be proved right and decent? Is Italian your uh, your primary language? I, I, I talk like a like a librarian. Right. I was born with it. <laughs> Illustrious lord. That that had to have been said sarcastically. <laughs> Illustrious lord, I do not defend it, but I thought I was doing right. The judge pronounced that the aforesaid Paolo should be obliged to correct the picture within three months from the date of the reprimand according to the judgments and decision of the said sacred court and altogether at the expense of the said Paolo. Wow, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Put what, a dog what, in the was... painting. Not cool. Yeah, you, you can see the, the today's version of the painting. Um, there is a jester, a, a buffoon. The, the dog replaced Mary Magdalene. The Germans lost their, their halberds, but um, it's just stupid. Wow, that's censorship. Yeah. <laughs> Inquisitions are so fun. There's a conspiracy. All right, we're done with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I think I think we're probably gonna be done for today. What do you think? I gotta go to work. Yeah, I gotta go. You gotta serve the man. Welp. Uh, uh, how do I even close this shit? <laughs> um. Um. What if we just closed it with a poem? <laughs> I mean, I don't have any poetry pulled up. Do you have some? No, no. I was just going to read a few gravestones, but... Uh, music to my ears. All right. Okay, so let me just say, this is not our typical episode format, but sometimes we like to do these because they're fun and they're easy. <laughs> um, and, you know, we're all crazy busy all the time, so there we go. Yeah. Uh, if you like our show, you can right now support us through Venmo. Uh at WTADP and people have been doing that Sith Psychopath especially he's been a killer dude that guy I love that guy uh, he's a we killer love, we love you sitting there I didn't say that damn it <laughs> but I wouldn't put but it probably. <laughs> oh man yep um so yeah he's, he sent us a tip through Venmo which was cool and then uh actually he's done that twice now I think shit um he sent something through Digital Tip Jar before that got shut down. Um, yeah, so Venmo, we encourage. Patreon's cool, too, but we don't really know how much longer we're going to be <laughs> using that one primarily because it's just such shit. Um, but yeah, you can also subscribe to us on Patreon if you like Patreon. That's, sort of, that's your thing. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Oh, yeah, and the best way to help us is to spread the show around. <laughs> yeah. I would like to emphasize that strongly. <laughs> like, yeah. Like the Just, plague. Yep, spread it like spread the plague. Spread it around, yep. Tell, tell your friends. You'll tell, get those same black lumps underneath your armpits. We're actually not humans. We're fleas on a rat's ass. <laughs> running through the streets of Venice right now, spreading the bubonic plague. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we might be worse than that, though. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> we talk about dead fleas 